Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Holy, holy, hallelujah. Speaking of Mormon fraudsters. Oh, God. Wow. The gods. The gods gave us. Blessed us with cornucopia. even more fraud content this weekend slash last week slash I don't even know when this docu-series came out. Joseph Smith blessed us with the misunderstood Joseph Smith. The prophet Joseph Smith blessed us all with another entry into the Mormon scammer uh, wheelhouse wheelhouse Um, Lula with the Lula Rowe in the form of Lula Rich the Lula Rowe Amazon original, true dark horse move from Amazon, but yeah, I'm here for it. It was a good one. 
this ranks Amazon in my hierarchy of streamers. It's getting up there. It's still in a good. It's in a good place for me. I like Amazon. I'm like an Amazon. Um, it was no. It's yeah. It's Lula Rich. It's about the the rise and not fall. Just just plateau speed bump. Yeah. Of Lula Row, which is a notorious MLM women's social retail company where they sell like truly the ugliest clothes i've ever seen i've ever seen i've never known such hideousness and horror and just like poor quality vibes oh my god and as we know now a the former employer of mary brown from sister wives oh she was a lularoe oh she there's this whole season where she's selling lularoe and she's like she literally is oh, like trying. Mary. She's trying to buy something, and no one wants to support her. And she goes, "Well, I gotta go sell." And she runs back to her house and is just selling leggings. That's so classically Mary. She's wearing all like the sweater coats. No. Anyway, that makes Mary's too sad. It's she's so sad that she's the prime, but she's the target of these. No, people. she's exactly. If Facebook you're moms. like a yeah, a Facebook a white Facebook mom. Who's with truly nothing to live for except your children and your husband mm-hmm. and your maybe Christian. and your Facebook groups that you're a part of. And you're like Christian adjacent slash like veering into. You're like a traditionalist when like, it comes yeah. to like family. You're primed. Also, are you colorblind? Like, I just don't understand like how people looked at these clothes and said and ever said Jackpot. wow these are so fucking cute i must have every single bit like they look they were like the ugliest i'm sorry i and i know some people i know i'm sure there's like one or two things that you could be like okay i, I could see but i was i saw them and it i didn't literally, see one <gasps> thing it's like pink, blue, and everything's pink, blue, and yellow all it's together. Like, it's like a Vera Bradley wristlet. N- Vera Bradley's cuter, sorry. No, I'm saying, but it's like a bad Vera Bradley wristlet as leggings. That's even like a generous description of what it is. Yeah. It literally looks like... Book sock. It's like... <laughs> Textbook sock. It looks like preschool decorations like yeah. That someone got from like the dollar store or something. It's also, so it was founded by this married couple who are both like staunch Mormons who live in Orange County, of course. And they're like the whitest people you'll ever see. Saints, like the most Mormon people you'll ever see. My truth is that I'm obsessed with Dina. Deanne. Deanne. That's what I meant. And they have like. 13 children between them and they all all the children it was like succession but like they Mormon brady succession. bunched their families when they met and then had and adopted more children they had a few of their own and then adopted like four kids and then some of their kids married each other yeah two of their children married each other yeah and which is like clueless vibes chill yeah deanne my queen so they you know deanne grew up with like a mom who was sort of an entrepreneur back in the day and was like maybe ahead of her time a little but she was like always she describes this one moment where like she gathered all her children at the bottom of her staircase and then threw money down at them showered them in dollar bills because they want she wanted them to know what it was like to like have abundance and wealth yeah so that stayed with deanne so she started selling 
leggings that she was making herself out of her car. Maxi. Well, she started buying like children's clothes yeah. from like, it was unclear as like, is she buying like knockoffs or is this just like overflow? But she was selling, both. she was selling like re- reselling children's clothes. And then she made some maxi skirts at home and started selling those. And truly a ma- there's nothing worse than a maxi skirt. But the the way these women were talking about maxi skirts was like, it w- they were like, it was so, I put it on and I felt so light and like, free and and then she went into leggings and they described the material as if it was like buttery soft divine yeah the women were in these these retailers they're all women so they're you can just say the women they describe it as if it's like almost supernatural like it's like revered what spell though i'm like it's just such an interesting slice of women that are attracted to that. Cause I've seen that pop up on Facebook every once in a while yeah. or like either I feel like people would talk about it in other Facebook groups, like laugh about Lula heads. And then like, <laughs> I just always was like, but this is so ugly. Like why? <laughs> I don't get it. Like, yeah. So it's basically just a classic pyramid scheme. So Deanne and her husband are obviously making like 90% of the income, but it goes like you have top retailers who are like the the aspiration for all these quote unquote social retailers and then they recruit dozens of women below them who recruit other women so it's like they're you're just getting you recruit people and then in order to sell LuLaRoe you have to buy like $5000 of inventory to and start. Then, yeah and then you sell that and then you're quote unquote like operating your own business out of your home but then the way that everyone made money is like recruiting people and then getting kickbacks from like them buying inventory and then it grew and grew and grew and became like a huge craze with these like the conventions oh they had katie perry at one of them they paid and her- kelly clarkson when i saw katie perry i was I like went- of course her style her color scheme has always been LuLaRoe at heart also her shoes her collection her, have you ever seen Katy Perry's shoe company Twitter? No, I didn't even know she had a shoe oh, company. She makes like, she has Katy Perry shoes. And it's like, it's LuLaRoe as heels. Her vibe is like straight LuLaRoe. But they spent $5 million to get her to come to this convention. Well, they were printing money. They had like at one point seventy five or 80,000 women in the U.S. selling LuLaRoe. They're like a billion dollar company. Yeah. But so they grew like really, really fast and would throw all these like conventions and like cruises. Cruise. Honestly, kill me on a LuLaRoe cruise. But that one woman who's, she was like the, one of the only like black women that was involved in the, like it was all like white women. And she- <laughs> Like she one goes, of like five black women that she got was, and she into was the so, LuLaRoe craze. Cause there's, there, they interview women that used to be retailers and then one of the women who's still a retailer, which I was like, but this woman, she was like, I don't know. I was really into this business, but the idea of being on a cruise with like only white people at sea she couldn't do it. She said, I had to take a, I had to take a pass. I don't I was blame like, her. I don't blame her. Cruises, you, there is a 80% chance you're going to die on a cruise. Definitely. Like either be murdered. Murdered like, or just like an accident, fall overboard. Like yeah. there's so many variables on a cruise. Yeah. Like it's a no Stomach for virus, me. poop. So, you could Titanic. Titanic. So just don't go on a cruise. 
strap strap i've been there covid people have been there yeah but you can so, just get moored at sea <laughs> just get, yeah. and then you just are stuck on a cruise ship for days and days sleeping in tents on the deck eating onions like apples is that what people were doing? Yeah, I think people were like fighting over onions to eat because they were so be... hungry. Where's that? I need that movie or that a limited series. Amazon. Amazon. But um, so they, for like the last, for the 2010s, they were just like dominating the MLM, you know. And then they would have training sessions where they would train top retailers on like how to promote this company without with the with people thinking it's a pyramid scheme like how to work around that yeah and like tell them how because these women i guess like that got in really early and then recruited people were making could make like up to six figures a month in like bonuses from all their like recruitments that's crazy it's crazy i'm like well, I wish I had Lula Road. A little I know. Bit. And they bought houses. They had cars. Like these women who like were struggling. But then you find out they were trying to install Mormon values in the leggings. Like in the company. The like skeleton of the company's manifesto. The mission of Lula Road was to. Are just like very trad family values of like. Retiring husbands early. That was like. The Retire goal husband early. To pamper your husband. Pamper your husband. The husbands, everyone at the top really made out well in LuLaRoe. And they also would tell like the women to spend a lot of money on your hair and nails and like you need to really look good. And anytime that you can mention something like great about your life on social media, you also need to follow it up with the hashtag because of LuLaRoe. And they were encouraging women who had some weight issues to get gastric sleeves. In Tijuana. Tijuana. They were, That's they also were, a no for me. The bot Deanne who had gotten one, she was, in, she was on a text thread with like 30 women being like, we're driving down tomorrow. Like, cause they were, they're right on the border near San Diego. So they're like, we're driving down tomorrow. Anyone wants to come meet us here and we'll all drive together and you can just get a sleeve. Cause she wanted everyone to be thin. Mm-hmm. And she was pressuring some of the women and there was one woman that like almost did it and then was like, I can't do this. Well, and then, she got ended up getting a balloon put in her stomach, which I didn't even know that you could do. But yeah. that also feels like not something cool no. to do. And then it like exploded or something went wrong. And she was like, there's no way I'm doing this other thing. And then they stopped talking to her. But I would have loved to be on the LuLaRoe skinnies text chain. Oh, yeah. They called it the skinnies. <laughs> Her and her sister were her twin were driving down. Deanne was like literally human trafficking people across the Mexican border to, to get, get sleeves like gastric bypass surgery. Why not? Is it met that much cheaper in Tijuana? Probably. That just seems like wildly I think you can get like anything and you can find anything. I like, know that there's like dentistry that you can get. Yeah, like, like a pharmacy. lot of people will go. Yeah. But then like fill your prescriptions or whatever haven't you ever seen cake i have seen cake yes Remember when she goes over the border to get her classic classic cake jen aniston <laughs> what a role but i feel like while i would trust i'm more willing to trust like a dentist than like a fully invasive i don't want anyone poking my like these women probably have sponges sewn back into them <sighs> but yeah some of these and then a lot of these women like went into debt and bankruptcy had a lot of them had to declare bankruptcy some of them lost their homes a good number of them their husbands left them 
Yeah, it like destroyed their lives. Destroyed their marriages, their families. They all of them like one woman says she can only eat cheese plates at night because she can't afford. She went from making like six k or six figures a month to like only eat, being able to eat like cheese cubes. Yeah, and it's, it's still happening. Like, well, I guess also they expanded so rapidly and were like creating so much of their shitty clothing that they didn't even have the warehouse space to house all the product. So they were keeping it outside in like big cages where it was exposed to the weather. Then all these leggings got like moldy and stinky and they were shipping these like stinky fart fart leggings out to people imagine paying imagine a paying five thousand dollars for anything from lularoe yeah and then imagine paying five thousand dollars for a big box of lularoe then imagine that paying five thousand dollars for a big box of farty leggings that rip as soon as you put your finger (laughs) through them and they they said the smell, like they, they had to like get their house like fumigated basically. Like cause... it lingered in the home for <laughs> days and days. It's like the stinky rat and sideways stories from Wayside School. Yeah, it's like my king. <laughs> but it's And then they wouldn't re- they wouldn't give them like new product. That's the craziest thing to me, is like the money the amount of like money grubbing that you truly have to be to charge people that much money for your really shitty quality product then not even be willing to like replace it like what the fuck and blame them or say you need to you need to figure this out like this is an opportunity for you like be an entrepreneur yeah that is dark-sided well yeah and i'm like start your fucking pyramid scheme do whatever but at least make sure the product is good and then they started all their designers they like basically encouraged them to rip off designs from like google image but do one or two alterations so like technically make it like different but it was all like plagiarized images because they were running out of things to print on leggings they told these designers they had to turn in a hundred new designs a day yeah so how they do were... you even like no and then and then they started <laughs> they started printing the designs where like there'd be like a b on the like where the vagina is like where the crotch of the pant is and then like pineapples and bananas and like it looked like <laughs> like you're walking around with a dick on your we're Legging. just like your Volvo. Yeah, those. your Volvo. Was ba- <laughs> like there was like a sandwich. A hamburger. Yeah. It's just. <laughs> I think it also is like a company. It, well, it's a pyramid scheme first and foremost. Mm-hmm. But then, I mean, that's a la- That's technically illegal first in the United foremost. States. But there are ways to work around it where if you're like exchanging assert like goods in return for payment then i guess technically it's like not a pyramid scheme even though it is but the their company like exploded and like scaled they didn't know how to scale quickly enough and then i think they were probably just like fucking psyched to be making billions of dollars in revenue so they were like oh a few milky leggings not our problem not our problem and if it's only like 2,000 of the 80,000 people that are buying them, then I guess like it's also NBD. Like, how many women were buying, how many people were buying LuLaRoe around America? If there were 75,000 women selling 
Probably like Millions. a million. Probably like a million people. I've never known I've never known like a LuLaRoe yeah. wearer, to my knowledge. And this isn't a judgment. Come and forward. And I've never had like been to a LuLaRoe party, obviously. But like also we live in Los Angeles. Like I don't think LuLaRoe is like the big thing here. No, it's for like it's you know, it's definitely like middle America, like or just people, I think it's just people living like a very different lifestyle. Yeah, it's more, not like, even middle You're gay, middle so <laughs> like, yeah. there are no real gays in LuLaRoe. Well, that one guy. The like guy that ended up fraudulently investing in marijuana. No, the guy who at the end was like planning his. his was vi- he gay? I think so. I mean. TBD, everyone seemed like closeted. I think it's like Mormon closeted vibes. Yeah. But. No, but it's not even a middle. It's it's just people who are like have families and like are living a suburban, like more traditional. It's white married people with living. children, which I just don't know that many of because you of where we're life. living and what our lifestyles are. But but yeah, if you if you or someone you know has bought Lularoe or been to a Lularoe party, please tell us what it was like. No judgment. As we know, I interviewed for an MLM. Oh, yeah. You know, Vicky Gumbelson runs a probable MLM. What's her MLM? Kodo Insurance. I mean, I don't know if it is. I should take that back. Alleged. It it probably is. But it just has, it has everything. But yeah, and she had like Tammy Faye Baker vibes. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. She's my queen just insofar as like her glam is really good. For her. Unapologetic. Unapologetic glam. They're just... Des- they're a little dis- Valentino rock stud, kitten heel, gladiator sandal. The lies are incredible. They're and the spin of the truth and their deposition footage uh, where she just, as the president of a company, knows nothing about it. She goes, I don't recall. I don't know. Her kids all go... Her, ki- her children are all like raking in the dough too yeah well the best way to like keep the wealth is to employ your entire family and then like have every one of them create like shell companies her nephew got involved he he... was like the hype guy or the events guy he was a real tragic figure gay gay closeted closeted gay but then also Everyone, I guess, is just really prone to scams. Because then later when he got fired from the company, he reached out to another LuLaRoe, like, high-up retailer and was, like, looking for 30 90 k to invest in this cannabis company. And she goes, okay, like, is there a contract or what do we sign? Like, how does it work? And he goes, no, 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 no contracts. Just give me the 30 k and then you'll have, like, a... 20% return and then it turned out that he had just been scammed like a, he invested in a cannabis company that didn't even exist and then the the husband the 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 patriarch of LuLaRoe Mike Mike was in this like weird car club yeah just like rich guys loving their weird cars yeah but it was like a pot and there was like a documentary that followed them around as they like went around Southern California and these like hideous they're really racing ugly. cars. It's it's so weird. 
but it's kind of like the gifting tables of Mm -hmm. like it's just that like girl and they talk a lot about like the girl boss language they use and like trying like this kind of faux feminism and you know we're empowered women but like you're also teaching you're promoting being subservient to your husbands and some of the women said they'd be at these conventions and all of a sudden they're they're like quoting the book of mormon to them and they're all like sitting and and one of them was like wait i'm i didn't sign up for this it's like can you imagine i can't i can't imagine being so deep into something actually i guess i have actually been very deep into something and then realized how bad it was but that was teenage years that's not like my experience actually maybe that is i've also had that experience (laughs) as an adult fuck listen we've all had an alternate timeline in an alternate timeline i could have fully lula road like had i stayed in oklahoma Mm -hmm. gotten married had kids really young and then just like wanted an opportunity to make money been closeted i feel like (laughs) i could have really if i had gotten in early i could have raked it in um, your Lara Marie Shane Hall is a closeted bisexual woman of five children with my with a husband who works in like oil, oil, yeah. And you're doing Lularoe, oil and energy, and you're gas going to and energy husband, and I'm like high on the Lularoe totem <laughs> pole. I'm pulling in about sixty to eighty thousand a month in bonus checks. Would you have kept your accent? Yeah. I'm sure I don't. I don't. Sixty to eighty thousand bonus checks a month. I cashed one this month. It was uh, sixty thousand. I'm pulling in like, you know, seventy k on a good month. Probably fifty k in a bad month. My favorite too is how that was the business model starting out. Then yeah. they were like, "Damn, the feds are going to be on our tails if we're a pyramid scheme." So then they told everyone. We're changing it. You're not going to get checks for your bonus income. Instead, we're going to base your bonus checks on how many sales are happening with all the ladies under. And they were like, it slashed our checks basically in half, like down to nothing because none of the revenue is generated from sales of these hideously shitty products. It's all just recruitment. And sometimes they would only sell like two leggings a day. Mm -hmm. So they'd make like... They're hauling literally like pounds, tons of these like disgusting clothes all around sweating and setting it up and putting in hangers and folding to sell like $40 worth of leggings. Meanwhile, they have garages full of inventory that they can't sell. It smells like fart. Or they just have garage full of inventory that no one wants that they can't return because then LuLaRoe said like at one point they were like, okay, well, if you want to get out, you can now, and we will accept any returns of like unused merchandise. And this has no expiration date. Like, feel free to return. And then, ev- like, t- twenty thousand people were like, "Take it back, please, get me out of this situation." And then, like, as soon as they said you could return, they were like, "J.K., you can't return anymore," which just- is also crazy. Like, you have to understand that that's illegal as a company owner but some of these i would have just lit it all on fire and then been in debt and lost her house well these women that are out of lularoe and are former retailers they still have it just sitting in their house yeah but i think they're hoping that they 
this lawsuit get oh, settled. Oh, right, right. <laughs> I would have just been Your like, house is like in foreclosure. You haven't paid your mortgage in three months. And you're like, well, I'm just going to light it all on fire. <laughs> you pour gasoline yeah. over it. And you're like, take that, LuLaRoe. Take that, Deanne. <laughs> I'll be like this. Anyway, guys, watch it. Speaking, it, it, it is a very good segue into our salty Utah queens. Yeah. Guys, we're back. We're fully back. We're back in Utah where we're going next week. And if you're listening and you live in the Utah area or like anywhere near Salt Lake City, buy a ticket. You better buy a ticket buy and a ticket. you better come because you know what? We need them. Ain't no one buying tickets for the old Okay, yeah, guys, we need to be very candid I'm going to be you. very, very clear with you right now, and I don't want to pull the wool over your eyes. No, we are I'm going to give you a rundown of how things are looking. For Salt Lake. Right, just across the board. Yeah. LA, selling amazing, low ticket warning. Salt Lake. 34 tickets sold. <laughs> <laughs> Chicago, first night sold, sold out. out. Second, Second night, night well on its out. way. Everywhere else is selling great. Philly, Boston, New York. Selling low ticket great. warnings. Selling fucking fantastic. Salt Lake. I'm learning a hard lesson. Which We're is learning that, a hard lesson. Guess what? Not everyone everywhere is going to be excited for you to come to their town. And that's okay, because we want to enjoy Salt Lake. We're ready to go to the Metric Music Hall. I got a text from someone that was performing there last week who saw our poster outside of it. It looked beautiful. Yeah, it looked gorgeous. It's going to be fun, guys. We're trying. We, we're holding I mean, out for some good guests. We're going to have fun. We're going to have a good fun. No matter time. what happens. And whoever's coming, we're gonna you're going to get the about. show of the century. We're going to be out and about in Salt Lake City. We're going to be pounding the pavement. We're going to be at the gay bars. Truly, we're this <laughs> episode made me so excited me to be in Salt Lake City I was like and honestly do whatever you want people buy the tickets don't buy the tickets it but is what it tickets. is I mean buy them if you're but listening Laura but and I are going to be out so like if you want I'm to trying see to us, make reservations I'm trying to go to Valters or Toscana. yeah like I I'm once I hit the ground running in Salt Lake City it's over for these hoes so be there or be square guys and we're here, we're queer, and we're ready to rock <laughs> the valley. We're ready to rock the promised land. This is truly a Carrie Bradshaw, the learning annex, night two situation. But you know what? We're going to roll with it. It's going to be fun. But if you're if It's going to be an intimate, beautiful so affair. You guys but I just want to be very clear about the trials and tribulations of going on tour. You may start out with a really popular podcast thinking that everyone in your country is ex excited about your podcast as you are only to find out that Wrong. some cities aren't so excited and that's okay and that's totally fine we're excited for you salt lake they just don't know they just don't know so it'll Get be in. their loss but i'm carrie i'm lara and you're listening to sexy unique podcast salty, salty utah, utah queens. queens uh wow this opens with the iconic opening that everyone i'm, I'm sure has yeah seen surveillance in the limo jen outside. shaw fleeing the scene outside beauty lab this the Feds and police descending. Yeah. And Jen going on the run. Lisa going, why are all the police here? 
What's going on? She's so cute. She's so cute. Whitney, oh my gosh. Jen Shaw charged with money laundering scheme. Jen and Stu have both been charged. She goes, fraud. Fraud. I have chills. <laughs> you earlier when I was describing a movie. Yes, Carrie told me that a true shocking news. The that- movie Malignant on HBO Max is fucking incredible and everyone should watch it. It's a like benchmark in modern horror. I had absolutely no idea Just- if you had asked me if that movie would be incredible or not, I would have said absolutely not. Same. But I'm glad to hear it. You have and no I'm going to watch it tonight. Watch it now. This is a malignant podcast. Malignant. James Wan, the director. He did Insidious, The Conjuring, Saw. Which some of those have like slapped some, not so much. So but, but get with I'm it. glad that he's back. It's- Wan Squad, we gather. I'm living in a post We gather, we won. I'm living in a post-malignant america where were you when you first saw malignant is the question on everyone's lips and i had to pee a lot during while i was watching it because i drank a lot of water were you weekend. constantly turning it off and going to pee yeah love oh my god carrie what? did you hear what i'm doing this fall no i'm taking sex unique podcast on tour wait a minute i'm doing that too i know we're going on tour we're going on fucking tour tickets are going fast in fact one of the chicago shows sold the fuck out you're kidding me well we added a second oh god head to larsmarie.com to purchase tickets that's l-a-r-z-m-a-r-i-e.com to get yours now You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched. 
if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Real motherfucking housewives of Salt motherfucking Lake City. Is back. I really believe when Mary says she'll send Jesus to you. Um, she will. Yeah. I have a whole new outlook on Mary. Podcasting uh, queen. <laughs> fellow podcaster. She knows yeah, the she's, hustle. She's in the podcast life. But I tr- where I stand on Mary is that she can do whatever she wants. And if you're part of... like. You know enough now mm-hmm. that if you're part of this and you feel weird, you should get out. But if you're in her cult willingly and you're still going down this road, mm-hmm. then that's your choice. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And I'm here to support whatever her endeavors are mm-hmm. here for it. I, yeah, I can't, I don't support her being a cult leader if that's what's going on, but I love watching her. Yeah. I mean, if you're at this point, there's just so much information out there that you you just have to you're making a choice to stay. You know, you have all the information you need. And now this is your choice. But some people might not have a choice. Mm, I think you always have a choice. Mm. There's always a choice. It may not be a fun choice to make, but there's always a choice. Did Mary have a choice in marrying? Mary never had a choice because she is. BFF with Jesus, and that's her purpose in this world. I'm she just, did have a choice. She could have said no, but then she'd be walking away from her Jesus. I'm just glad that they're giving us what we need is Mary filming with everyone, not just alone in her like giant closet. Yeah, work her into the mix. I think she's also probably great to be around. Oh, she's fun. She also has 
for as delusional as she is sometimes, she has real moments of lucidity and good oh, yeah. reads. Oh yeah, she's she has good calls. Um we smash got to two months earlier. Jen's making cutting up vegetables in her new Shaw Chalet with her assistant who looks like Pete Doherty. Pete Doherty. Yeah. From Baby Shambles? Yeah. He looked <laughs> he looked like one of those like Electro Clash like hipster people from the 2000s that love were that like, merlot merlot there's the, these beautiful overhead shots of her cutting mm-hmm. she's in a whole new shaw chalet the lease was up on shop chalet 1.0 yeah so she's in 2.0 it actually is everyone's houses have been upgraded totally. and they're doing amazing lisa arrives and jen gives her the grand tour of the house and everywhere she goes and whatever she shows Lisa, Lisa just goes, I love this. I, I love, love that. This. I love this. They're like super chummy now. They're besties. Yeah. Which I feel like Lisa's going to deeply regret in yeah, about I, two months. I, I think so. But I'm also here for her just being a good friend. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm dubious of... I, we'll get into it. So Jen and her sit down and they have some... She shows her also her closet. Oh, her closet, which is if you didn't have enough like secondhand embarrassment from the Erica Jane closet shots, this closet shot that lingers for at least like two full minutes on all of the clothes that Jen owns, which are essentially stolen goods. Yeah, the feds are like from defrauding elderly people on the the phone. The feds watching this probably freeze every second Mm because to to mark down what inventory they were going to monitor and she has so many clothes that it's it seems impossible to wear all those clothes and those bags all kept in big plastic vacuum sealed i'm also wonder if maybe she borrows all of these clothes and then makes it look like it's in her closet or if it's really just like she's getting styled for shoot days so she just moves it all in and pretends that it's like hers i think it's it's LuLaRoe inventory status it is then they sit down and jen drinks this like lavender looking concoction that looked really good Mm. and then jen reveals that she and sharif almost got a divorce during covid i don't blame them jen is toxic i don't blame sharif no me neither i'm like you should have gotten divorced because now look what's happening well jen basically reveals that sharif was assuming that the reason why Jen was just going full Hulk all the time on <laughs> everyone, including him most of all, was because he was toxic for her. It's because she gaslit him so much, I think, that he was like, I should leave you. Which also sounds like he was just like, I want to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it's okay, babe, to just say I've had enough of this marriage. And then the next day, a, div- a divorce attorney called her, and he'd already filed the paperwork. So he was like ready to get the fuck out. And somehow... She pulled him back in. Can you imagine your partner riding your dick so fucking hard for months, nay, years? Nay. And then you come to find out that their entire job is illegal? Okay, but this is going to be another, like, almost like an Erica Jane comparison. Like, what... What did he know? What did he know? What didn't he know? Like... 
again, you, he was married to her for 25 years. Like, what? He's also, and I, I could see because he's like away so much with his job, but like, I don't know. Well, here's the. Do you think maybe that's why he was going to leave her? Because they knew something was coming. It could have been. I, I mean, think the thing with both her and Tom's jobs is like, if you're the partner, you probably don't know the ins and outs of every business move that they make, especially if he's pulling in his own six figure income every year. It's like, oh, Jen runs her marketing firm and she does all this. Like he's a coach, like their jobs could not be more different than each other. So TBD and where it's different also is like, I mean, this all remains to be seen, but from what we know right now, it's not like she's giving him money to like do his job or pursue his passions. Yeah, but they're, it's like the money that's being used to pay for their kids' lives and like send their kids to school. And yeah. I mean, it's joint income yeah. being used to pay for leases on a house or whatever, but it also looks like Jen spends a lot on herself personally. Oh, yeah. She has. I mean, she's employing 12 Eight. people. She has all these employees. She buys crazy amounts of clothes, like has plastic surgery. But they're renting their homes. So yeah, but rent and renting a home is like also really expensive. Especially in that area. Yeah. So like, who's to say how much know. of her... And if he's away most of the time, it's like does he really care that much like where their house is or what like Jen's also I think she's it sounds like she's been really doing she's doing like a major PR makeover already she's talking about how she's a truly fruitless PR yeah makeover. I mean she's it's so like you can see the rage brimming beneath her eyes at all times but she's kind of gone zen Jen a little and she's like yeah, you know, I really just like, I see the error of my ways. I see how toxic I was, but it sounds very insincere. She looks unwell. She looks completely unwell. And she also, I really believe that they knew something was happening. I think she, I feel like she knew that the feds were like tapping her. Mm-hmm. So or I think just something was percolating. I think she was already doing a preemptive media coach moment. It's just gorgeous how fruitless it all is. Like, cause you, and I think it's a really good device to show like the day of arrest and then two months earlier. Cause then you get the pleasure of just watching this person try and like weave their web of like manipulation only to know exactly where it's going to end up. Yeah. And you so know, it's, I love it was that. Genius. Love that for us. Hate that for Jen. Hate it for Lisa hate it for my queen lisa i don't like to see her name be dragged through the mud well lisa reveals that she's sort of been in the middle of meredith and jen who have their beef has escalated because yeah yeah but lisa it's hard i want to be a friend to meredith but i also want to be a friend to jen i feel like i need to broker the peace i need to broker the peace between you all um, did you notice that the ladies are holding floating CGI snowflakes? Yeah. That was very strange. Can you just build one? 
Didn't they just hold something last year? I think so. I love a, just a holding of a prop as opposed to Uncanny Valley CGI. Maybe it was like, <laughs> like COVID, you can't COVID. touch anything. Yeah. So we go to Meredith's new home, which is so much better. Thank God she moved God. out of her haunted mansion. She, it's a new home, a new lease. The Marks family, the sun is shining on them again. Meredith and Seth are back together. Teddy the dog is still possessed, though. Teddy's... I believe he is possessed by a poltergeist, but I have faith that they'll work it out eventually. Meredith's outfit was amazing. Meredith looks flawless in every scene. Silk. She gives her her dog like a Christian... Christian Cowan, like, feather outfit. Yeah. And Meredith is just, like, just looks happy. She's her work. She just looks flawless. Yeah. Everything about her. The face, like, I want... I want Meredith's I want to know what she's getting done. Because she looks still her age. But... Amazing. Just, like, incredible. Like, so hot. Heather arrives. Did she just ski over? Yeah. Did she cross country? I think so. Or does she, like, live on the hill at higher elevation? No, she lives down in... The mechanics of her skiing over to... Well, Meredith lives up in the mount. Meredith lives in Park Slope. Or Park, not Park Slope, Park <laughs> City. So that's like the ski resort area. So I think Heather was like day skiing and just decided to jaunt over to the Marks Chalet. So can you just like hop on the ski lift and then you ski right think, over to her house? I think it's one of those... It's like Aspen, like those just like chic... ski in, ski out. Chic homes on the mountainside where like you can just ski out of your house i need more ski facts and i'm obsessed with heather just i imagine her skiing all over utah heather yeah she if does. there's snow on the ground heather's skiing she's the pioneer blood in her just she hits the road she's she, not gonna she won't take to the car mm-mm. she she won't call an uber she'll deal up she's gonna strap on her skis and it might take her five hours but she'll get to you She's gearing up for her big cross trans-Siberia excursion, mm-hmm. where she's going to go from one end of Siberia to the other on ski. I could see that for she's her. She's going to follow the Trans-Siberian Railroad. Please. You know that? Wait, she literally is? No. Oh. <laughs> Did I convince you? Well, I, you kept going with it, and I was like, oh, she's doing that? I missed that no, part where she said that bit, she, she trained for the Trans-Siberian Railroad. I'm committing, Ski challenge. I'm committing to a bit that no one understands <laughs> except me and Mer- and Heather. So Heather comes in. She's like wind burns, fresh she, face. Goggles. She goes, oh, I'm sweaty. I'm sweaty. And then Meredith goes, come on in. And they sit down. Heather goes, I need to apres ski with you. She goes, would you like some champagne? She's like, yes, <sighs> absolutely. I'm ready to apres ski with Heather. I want to smoke a cig with Meredith. Yeah, me too. Like I want to go st- stand out on her deck and smoke cigs looking like, at that river. I'm just going, fuck. Okay, my so truth beautiful. is that Seth is really hot. Seth is so hot. You can have John and I'll have Seth. When him and John were out on the deck taking in the darkness, I wanted them to hold hands. Me too. I imagined actually us out there with them smoking cigs, holding their hand. Yeah. Or just flirting and like yeah. being like Seth. Absolutely. Seth and Meredith are so beautiful together and they're They're really hot together. I'm glad that they made it. Yeah. But if they ever D word Seth. Hit me up. Hit me up. So she explains that Seth is now spending like half his time in Utah and half in Ohio. That sounds ideal. Yeah. I That's think they like just, 
I think they've just worked it out. That's my ideal relationship. Be here, then go away. But then be here again. Think, but then also go away. So they're really, things are good. You know, they're, they're not in the place they were last year. They're doing good. Heather's daughter is going off to college soon, I think, in California. And Heather said everyone in her friends lives at home and goes to community college or goes to, like, BYU. Yeah. So she's venturing she's... outside of Utah, which I think is cool. It's cool. But I still am a little bit sus on Heather yearning for her daughter to be a whore. <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> Like, she's like... Everyone said that I was the good time girl when I wasn't. So I'm ready for her to go and be the good time girl and I, no regrets. And I was like, that's still mm-hmm. not, I think, the takeaway that you really want. She's giving a little bit like my daughter is my best friend vibes mm-hmm. where it's like, no, that's your daughter. It's your child. Like, I'm like, go have fun. Do yeah. like live your dreams and your truth and have adventures and do whatever you feel comfortable with. But like, I don't need you to I don't need you to go be labeled a good time girl, which, you know, is just code for like a slut. Yeah. Also, like, don't be careful. Yeah. In college. In college. <laughs> Guys. I'm not when I like. Also, I don't have a kid, so I don't know. But my first instinct with a daughter wouldn't be like go out there in college as a freshman be a good time girl Make a name for yourself i'm like cover your drink up and don't get raped and walk home in groups yeah and call me and call 911 24 7 <laughs> and don't go to frat houses and maybe actually don't even drink in college no just do some molly but also get it tested beforehand yeah and also just do it with your girlfriends or your gay friends yeah don't, don't speak to any male. straight men no gays and girls only gays and girls only and then when you graduate and you're and then give it like three or four more years and when you're 27 28 have your first drink yeah have your first drink but just one just one and make sure that you see the bartender make it and hand it to you and then it goes right into your mouth and if you even set it down throw it away yeah yeah like throw it back at the bartender's face (laughs) yeah or make the bartender drink it Mm -hmm. like i'm in front of you don't ever yeah, she's she's being a little like I I mean I know what she's saying. She's trying to just give her daughters autonomy that she didn't have growing up. She's yeah. trying to give them a sense of independence and like it comes from a good place. It comes from a good place of like claiming your femininity and like owning yourself as a you know, owning your womanhood and like all the stuff that sounds like Heather didn't feel like she had growing up because of her faith. But you don't need to like encourage your daughter or your child in general to like you don't need to go, go girls and... gone wild. Like, it's fine. Woo! Woo! Show up your tits. <laughs> be a good time girl. I'm a cool mom. Like, <laughs> be, a, be a good time girl. Honey, I just want you to go be a good time girl, okay? I want to take shots. <laughs> take shots. Invite your friends over. I'm just like, the it's messaging a gets a little muddled for me personally. Then we go on over to Heather's cousin's house. Teddy, Whitney. wait, there's a shot of Teddy getting on the table. Oh, yeah, he's like... Full possession. He's like this. He's Black Phillip. He is Black Phillip. He is. They can get it out. They can get the demon out. They should have Mary give Teddy an exorcism. And then transfer it to, like, a vase. Yeah. Some kind of, like... And then... And, and then, then they throw it in the river. They throw it in the river. 
Whitney's <laughs> Whitney's stepsons come over. I didn't realize she has like three grown tall stepsons who are about five, maybe five years like younger, like three than. to five years younger than her. Also, did she always have a massive rose tattoo, yeah. or is that new? I think she did. Oh, okay, Whitney Rose, Whitney it's Rose, classic Whitney Rose for you. She's like in a bikini. They're getting ready for like a hot tub party with all her stepchildren and biological children. It's one of her stepson's birthdays. So she's thrown on a skimpy bikini and they is all... jiggling her mommy milkies for everyone to see. Her jugs are out and they all come in and they all... It's like this very lingering minute 30 shot of all of her stepson's like a clown car coming in to hug her it was pornographic it was, it was pre-porn like where it's like mom fucks her three stepsons yeah. like <laughs> where yeah. they like come in and one by one and they're like hey like yeah. what's going on she said that sometimes they come over with their friends and she has gone to high school with their friends yeah and she's like and she goes oh that's kind of weird but I think she likes it. Oh, too. she totally likes it. It's and, a kink thing for and think, her. And I think her husband likes it. Yeah, it's like a boss. It's a boss dad. Yeah. Move. He's boss baby. He is. He's big baby. <laughs> He's big boss baby with mommy's jugs. Mommy's milk. Stepmommy's <laughs> jugs. And then she does like one of those ski, shot ski things that like Andy Cohen does. Mm-hmm. And they all, she and her three boys, her sons. I'm sorry. This is like, it's am like, I such a prude? No, I. I think everyone watching probably, and if you didn't, you're a liar, that this was like a little like... You're just like... There's a vibe. As someone with like a lot of stepmom experience, I'm just like... I mean, I think stepmoms truly, it's a hard, it's a hard position to be in, first of all, but like... You're allowed to... You've had, you've had every kind of stepmom. I would be a little bit... This is just, I mean, I guess it's just classic, like classic Whitney. It's classic stepmom with hu- a huge rack behavior. I would probably be, I would just be like, if my step parent attitude would be Anna Devere Smith and Rachel getting married, mm-hmm. just sort of being like, letting them come to me if they need me, but letting them just do their, not trying to like get in their space. Yeah. And just being like appropriate appropriateness would be at the forefront of my mind. Like I'm here to be really loving with you. And like, I love your father or your mother, but I'm also not going to do shots of tequila with you. Yeah. I don't know. God bless her. And then uh, they're doing like a foam party in the back. Yeah. She talks about, she has a beauty brand apparently. Oh, I, completely black this out iris in bow and it's some sort of oils this also sounded like an mlm to me it sounded like the beginnings of an mlm she goes but it's she goes but i love my son seeing their mother entrepreneur being an entrepreneur it's very important to me to set an example for them i'm like honey they're not paying attention to your <laughs> they're paying attention brand. To your- they're paying attention to your ginormous rack <laughs> Um, then Whitney gets shit faced. Oh, she's a. I also am like, I I think I'm triggered by like drunk stepmom energy. But she brings a giant cake in. She's with the candles lit for her one of the sons, who's I don't name, I forgot. And she just drops the cake multiple times. Not once, but twice. And then drops it again when she brings it outside. She just brings a pile of cream, cream and cake with it. 
I mean, I would have eaten it. I would, off have the, eaten it. I would have eaten it off the floor the first time. <laughs> I didn't even judge about that. I was like, yeah, just slap that cake right back on there. It's fine. <laughs> but then the second time when it fell top down, yeah. I was like, okay, this cake is done. It's torched. And then like, I mean, third time. Shame on you. Yeah. yeah. But I would have gotten down on my knees and eaten it off the floor. I just grabbed it. Like a handful, not really fast before anyone knew, and then put the cake back on and kind of like pat it over. You would have been like Sarah Winchester in Real Housewives of OC, where she eats the bow off Heather DeBro's cake. Do you remember that? No, I didn't see that. Was it drama? Yeah, I think I remember that drama. I Uh, always was doing that as a youth. Oh, you were you were that? I was always like a. Oh no! I (laughs) oh. like a total i know and i really didn't understand what the big deal was until i got like oldest child told enough by my mom like you can't do that because i think i also tried to do it at other people's birthday parties it's like just a secret you were the queen of your family just a secret corner (laughs) you can't you cannot do guys apparently you can't do that no turkey no no turkey don't don't, we can't say this around tony because he will He's it. always trying to do that to me. But that was my classic move with the icing. I, yeah, I never did that. Well, you're a good kid. You're I the am. second born. I'm the second born. I came in and I was like, look. Yeah. Just give me a little. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then we cut to Mary's temple. Why? Everything's wrapped in plastic. I think because of COVID. But like. Yeah, what's going on? You don't. That was never a precaution. I was like, to my, I was like, what, what's going to happen? Are they doing their first in-person service again? Like, what's, is she going to, and then she sits down with a microphone. And I go, oh, it's going to be like a, you know. A live cast or, or something. Or like one of those. A church Zoom meeting. Fire chats that FDR did where he would, every night would go on the radio and like talk to America. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like Zoom church. But no, she's potting. No, she has a podcast. She goes, she's with two of her underlings, yeah. who are these like two men, and they seem a little gay. One of them seems a little gay. Yeah. Flamboyant. I feel like everyone's a little gay. And Mary, so they start the podcast, it's like they're sitting in front of each other, they start the podcast, and then Mary goes, hello. She goes, hello, this is Mary's podcast. She goes, hello everyone, <laughs> this is a podcast. Talking Facts with Mary podcast. So we're going to get to some facts and now let's pray. And I was like, I've never heard a more awkward. I was like, maybe podcasting isn't your specialty. Yeah. But also go off. I wrote she's a regular Howard Stern. (laughs) Then she throws to Sean to lead them in prayer. And it's intense. And he does a very intense prayer that she stops him in the middle of and she's like i think this is a let me take it from here yeah then she does like a more toned down but still very heartfelt prayer and then she's like ready to move forward she just she just kind of launches into this whole thing and she's like she's doming i like that she never misses an opportunity to like dom her underlings well first she she reveals that in covid robert senior was living in their house in florida he got stuck there when covid started so he was there for six months and he was too scared to leave so he was just like i guess i'm gonna stay here but i bet she probably liked it that way it was just her and her son and she was like my son wouldn't talk to me so i was just wandering around my house talking to myself oh i 
something either the son is traumatized or he's just a brat yeah i feel like because he just does not like her no i mean he's also 18 i feel like you're a piece of shit when you're like 16 17 18 she goes so i start yeah she goes i started talking to myself just talking to her hats and her scarves and her boots her mannequins walking around talking to her mannequins and that's when she realized she was like got a little weird just talking to myself all the time and i guess i just needed to start a podcast which i relate the talking to yourself to podcaster pipeline it's huge it's real um, yeah, if you were a kid and talked to yourself as a kid, which I did. I, my first memory as a child is talking to myself in the mirror. Then you're probably going to be a podcaster mm-hmm. or an actor. What are all the certificates on the walls? Mm. From God. What are they for? I've, there's Being, so many certificates. I have no idea. It was a level of certificates that I'm like, you're fooling. You're trying to fool people with these certificates. It just, I think they just printed out things that and then put them on the wall it was like it's like best friendship ever <laughs> like people's names like jesus's chosen lamb mary cosby mary and it's cosby. all mary cosby and at one point she goes i just i'm not from this world she says that mm-hmm. she also goes i don't trust human beings so i go alien fair enough yeah alien vibes she also Total. turns to her coast and she goes have you ever done drugs which was like literally me podcasting and he goes, well, um, he's like, yeah, I have. I've, I've smoked some weed. And Mary goes, oh, yeah, me too. She goes, smoking tree? Is that what they used to call it? She goes, yeah, I've smoked a blunt. And I was like, Mary. I love that. I would. It'd be fun to get high with Mary. Yeah, it'd be so fun. I want to get high with Mary and watch a comedy. Mm-hmm. And then watch, just like, laugh together. Step Brothers with Mary. Mm-hmm. Or like. Half-baked. Half-baked. <laughs> But I love it. She goes, have you ever done drugs? And he just goes, yeah. At first I thought he was going to like say he had like a past. or He's like, well, he says, he goes, I have a, I've had, I had a little bit of a past. Yeah, well, I think she also knows that. Like, I thought that they were, it was going to be like, he had like serious drug past. But I think she knows that he might make others uncomfortable, especially them. She put him on the spot. She wants to put people on the spot. She lives to correct and then put you right on the spot. But I love she goes, we called it smoking tree. Cool. Yeah. Mary's cool. Mary's cool. She is. But she's also a cult leader. But also it's like. She's cool and she's not cool. I think it's, for me, both pretty cool. She's making it work. It's against all odds. Like. It shouldn't be happening, yeah. but it is. And yeah. at this point, it's gone this far. Just let it keep going. There, I think, are bigger fish to fry than Mary's cult. I want her to come on the pod. Mary, please come to Salt Lake. Let's give her a free ticket to our I Salt Lake her. I messaged all these housewives, guys. Um, we're being really radically transparent about Salt Lake. I, I just messaged- I want everyone to lower their expectations so that they're pleasantly surprised. Because... Either the show is going to be a great show regardless, but it's just you're going to be one of 34 people, and that's fine. Yeah, intimate. It's intimate. It's like inside the actor's studio. Oh, my God. That probably, I think that had like (laughs) That does have a lot. That has a lot more. Yeah. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Then we cut over to the newest housewife, Jenny, who is a queen. Love Jenny. I love Jenny. I love her husband. I love her kids. Her family is so cute. What's her daughter's name? Carlin. She's a genius. A comedian. Yeah. A regular. She's in her 40s. She has the she humor. She's a 40-year-old woman. She... Like a confident 40-year-old woman. Yeah, so they Lisa and her are really close. So Lisa brings her sons over for a chiropractic adjustment because Jenny's husband is like a renowned chiropractor. And Jenny and Lisa met when their sons were best friends and then they met and like turned towards each other and bumped baby bumps. And that's how they became friends. That's so cool. That is really cool. And they've been friends for a long time. Jenny's from Vietnam originally. She escaped Vietnam at one point in the 80s, in the early 80s, and got captured by Thai pirates and then was transferred to a refugee camp. And then uh, mission workers from Long Long Beach Beach had them come to California. That's how she and her family came. Sponsored their family and then got them sent over. A wild story. Truly crazy. And she's like talking about how poor she was to Lisa's sons to like... Do a little joke. Show him a thing or two. Yeah. Her husband is hot. Do we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They met because she was assisting on a photo shoot that his family was doing. And the, his sister was like, you should meet my brother. She has this weird moment, though, where she's like, I don't like his face. Everything was, from the neck down is great, but he has like a bad face. But here we are. And I, I was like, love your radical honesty. But also, maybe he won't like that. But I liked his face. Yeah, I wasn't bothered one way or another. I also have... You want you have a real thing for chiropractors. I do, and I love... I follow this Russian chiropractor on TikTok who, like, crunches people on the beach. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, this giant burly man. And he, like, takes you and rolls you back into his arms. And I want that. And crunches your spine. I just like hearing chiropractors talk about what they're doing. It's ASMR to me. Yeah. I like them telling you how many ribs you have and about all your vertebrae. 
Jen has a family gathering for her son Rafi's birthday. Mm-hmm. And her aunt Nani comes over. It's the aunt who got her legs amputated. The one that smelled like hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, she goes, show me your bionic legs. Yeah. Lifts up her skirt. Yeah, she, she looked like she's been through a rough... Aunt Nani didn't seem Mm-mm. pleased about her current sitch. No. And I can't say I blame her. Now, honestly, if I were Aunt Nani, I wouldn't want to walk into my niece's door and the first thing she says is, show me your yeah. metal legs. I would be like, get your fucking hands off my skirt and lead me down to the couch and then go make me a plate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jen's mom is really cute. Yeah, she's a cutie. Um. They're having like a a birthday party for her son, Sharif Jr. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Jen's kind of like, Sharif and I sort of are the glue that holds our family together. So when we were getting a divorce, it like set the family into a spiral. I just felt bad for her whole family because they have no idea what's coming. She didn't know how old her son was. Yeah, I think Jen, I mean... She's got a lot in her mind. But this is, I think she's just a very toxic person. She's narcissist. Yeah. I think her, I think her, I think it's Jen first and foremost, and then everyone else second. It's Jen, then Jen's eight assistants. Stuart. Stuart, then the her, family. Then her company, then maybe her sons, and then Sharif. Yeah. I just am like, this is not a person. That's her pyramid scheme. Mm-hmm. Mary and Heather meet in a geodesic dome. I want to go in I want to go. It's snowing outside. Dying a- to go there. I hope it's... I wish it would snow when we went to Salt Lake. It might. No, it won't. It won't. But it looks... They're in like a... On the side of a mountain that's snowing outside, and they're in like a cozy dome where they're going to have lunch. They're and at a restaurant called The Boneyard. Whitney and <laughs> Meredith meet them. Heather takes the wheel and orders a feast for everyone. Yeah. My vibe. But I'm glad Mary's with I'm glad Mary's filming with them. Yeah. It was important. It's also just shocking, I think, because wasn't this filmed like in 2018, a lot of it, and then shelved and then trotted mm-hmm. out because of COVID? Best decision Bravo's ever made to release yeah. this show. And now we get the merging of Mary with the other women. Well, we, it just shows we need other cities. Yeah. I want Chicago. Yeah, Chicago has to happen. I want Austin. I want Oklahoma City. Not Sweet Home Oklahoma. I want Real Housewives of Oklahoma City. I'm telling you, you could find such good ones. Yeah. Like, I could fucking help you find people. Bravo. And I, and I want Housewives of, like, Silicon Valley. Yeah, that would be major. I want Philadelphia. They won't. Do you want to know why? Why? Because they were going to do Philadelphia, and Grace Kelly's niece is like the grand dame of the main line. Mm-hmm. That's where Grace Kelly's from. And they approached her, and she said, absolutely not. So none of the, none of the housewives wanted to be on it. Really? She, she influenced them all. Yeah, she put the caboose on it. But I'm Kabosh. sure there are some like detractors that would gladly do it i don't know they should they were gonna do it i I want like 
I want like Real Housewives of Alabama or something. I want. They're gonna do Miami again. They're doing Miami. I think a lesbian with Larsa Pippen, right? Oh, she's gonna be on it, mm. and I think she's kind of a mess. She's a flop. I want Mary to bless my taco salad. Mm-hmm. I want a taco salad in a big taco shell bowl. They pray, and I want Mary to lead us in prayer, and then I would like to eat with her. Yeah, Mary, if you're listening, let's all go to Walters together. I was shook when I saw them all bow their heads to pray in a geodesic dome on the side of a mountain during a pandemic. I think I used (laughs) to have, well, I did used to have such a chip on my shoulder about like religion and religious people, but now I actually am like really welcome a moment to pray. Like if someone decides, if someone says like they want to pray before a meal and that's what they want to do, I'm like, hell yeah, like pray it up. Do you have any more prayers? Like, let's pray over here. Like, I'm I'm down with that. Let's pray before our show. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, like, I'm probably not initiating prayer. But, like, if someone feels like they want that, then I'm more than happy for them to initiate and Didn't we do a serenity prayer before our L.A. show last year? I think we did. Did we? I think I led us in a serenity prayer. Love that. I, I, I think that's cool. Yeah. I think praying and like religion is a cool thing. I'm into the mix of religions on this show. Me too. I think it's cool how seamlessly, like Jenny's big Catholic. There's Islam. There's Mormon. Mormon Jew, Judaism. Like I think it's interesting. Yeah. Christian. Like super Christian, evangelical Christian. It's a really good mixture. Yeah. Everyone should have something to believe in. Mm-hmm. Meredith reveals that her father died and she delivers the news in a very like Meredith way. Yeah. My father died. She's very sad. Yeah. But I guess he had like a long time dementia and Mm -hmm. the consensus is that he's in a better place, but it still has been really difficult for her. We cut back to the reunion when Heather reveals that her dad died and then Mary out of nowhere just goes, mine too. (laughs) I was like, Remember that? That was shocking. Yeah, that was shocking. Heather's talks about how Jen is like all now on social media calling her racist again. Yeah, she says she hasn't talked to Lisa or Jen. Mm-hmm. And Jen, yeah, is saying everywhere that Heather's racist. Then Meredith is like, I'm very against Jen right now because she's been amplifying tweets that she says are homophobic against Brooks. People calling him a twink. Privileged twink. She goes, he basically, she says twink is a slur, which has been a discourse before on Twitter. And Oh yeah, people are really mad about that. I'm like, get over it. A twink is a twink. Yeah. And then she reveals that Brooks has never actually disclosed his sexuality, even to her. Oh, really? I thought she just meant that he hasn't spoken publicly about it. No. She said even really, I don't really even, she goes, I don't really even know what, what his preference is. Okay. He's gay, though. And that's great. Say what? He is, um, uh, I think, um, Brooks is gay. Gay. Uh, but, but he's only 21, and guess what? Yeah, maybe Even he's... we realized, like, we went a little too hard on Brooks last 
last yeah, season. He doesn't deserve a, a grown adult picking on him. No, a, a woman like in her 40s. Who's like committing fraud. Yeah. He doesn't deserve him. to be picked on at all. Like no, it's just, it's fine. He's like a truly young person. Like if anyone, like show me one 21 year old that's killing it and not just a total embarrassment. They're few and far between. Tana Moreau. <laughs> Whatever. Tana? Tana. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Char- Dixie D'Amelio. Dixie D- Charlie D'Amelio's sister. Wait, I'm sorry, but... Who was anyone at the VMAs? I looked at the arrivals and I literally was like, who is this person? I just couldn't believe how... No one has vowels. ...bad everyone looked. And I was like, this is the low, like, this is Dante's Inferno. And I'm just gonna, I'm, I need to say it now. I need a, I need a complete moratorium on Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox's relationship. I don't give a shit anymore. I don't want to see them. They're hot, but like, I don't care. Oh, I care. Oh, I don't, I don't want to know. I, I'm so tired that we're living in a Megan Fox, Machine Gun Kelly America where they're suddenly like the, the most famous couple in the world. That's an America I am proud to I, live in. I'm, I'm, if that makes you an American citizen, then, then I me the salute fuck out. my flag. I'm going to be on my deathbed. I pledge allegiance to the flag. I'm going to be on my deathbed saying, please stop about them. <laughs> like the nun with Katy Perry. I can't take any more Katy Perry. Wait, but I just wanted to say one more thing. I roll my eyes at being like twink is a slur, but... I understand what Meredith is saying because well, yeah. some because some people, straight people, they take if they don't like a gay person, they'll take the opportunity. and there these are people that like would probably consider themselves liberal. They'll take an opportunity to make a dig about them and and fr- and use a use an excuse to be homophobic without actually saying it. Do you know what I mean? And there's a lot of like Bravo, like I've seen a, a trend of like people being like, "Oh, he's just a privileged twink," but it's like. No, you can't, you can't really say that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think if you're using it as like a put down and something to like put someone in their place, yeah. then it's you have sus. to re- take a step back because it kind re- of is the same thing as calling them the F slur. Well, it's also like, okay, so like whenever fucking Lindsey Graham is in the news, Lady G starts trending on Twitter, mm-hmm. which is what like allegedly his name that he used for like his es- his male escorts okay but it you see like deborah messing and all these like liberal like and never trumpers who are really annoying using it as an excuse to say homophobic shit about or like make fun of him for doing gay stuff yeah and it's like okay you're kind of showing yourself a little so like all, i'm just saying i know what meredith is kind of saying even though i think it's like funny to say twink is a slur I yeah. know what she's saying. And no, Jen is, I, if I were Meredith and someone was coming for my gay son, death, I would kill you myself. Yeah. Jen is being, I think Jen is being kind of homophobic. Jen's a psychotic person. Yeah. She's mentally unwell and she's a bully, a bully and a deflector and a take no responsibility ass bitch. And I ha- was having flashbacks of the amazing Vegas psychic when she- Jen was just sitting on the couch and everyone was basically like, we hate you to her. And then someone <laughs> said, who doesn't trust Heather? And then Jen went. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that was beautiful. A yeah. beautiful moment. 
Heather also said something that was really relatable at this lunch where she's like talking about her relationship with Jen. She's like, she just gasses me up and like fills me up with this friendship juice. And like, I get like addicted to it or whatever. And I was like, wow. Yeah. Like, I feel like <laughs> they cut to Mary and Mary goes, I don't want any of her juice. Cause juice. <laughs> I don't, I don't want Jen's juice. Heather needs Al-Anon. Yeah. I've said this before. Honey, go into your, there's a directory. <laughs> Google it. it. Google. Google it, bitch. Um, and then they kind of asked Meredith, like, well, does it make you uncomfortable that Lisa's gotten so close to her? And she's like, yeah, it does. But I can't really like tell her to be friends with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then. You just have to accept sometimes that that's the, like some people are going to be friends with people you aren't friends with. And that's just like the way it goes. Yeah. I mean, in this situation, it obviously we know kind of how it ends, mm-hmm. but at this point right now, it's just like they have a bond and yeah. what are you going to do? And then at one point, Whitney goes, how would Lisa fell? <laughs> Whitney is like, I imagine her inner monologue and this like whole lunch being like, you must Come up with a question. And what question will I ask? When is a good time to ask such an important question? And maybe now. Okay. No, not yet. And then she goes, should I live in a geodesic dome? Should I live in one? of What would it be like to sleep in this at night? Could I rent one out for me and my husband? We could have sex in here. But then would people see us because it is clear in the walls. The stars. Maybe can you put curtains? Could I ask for a drape? And she, so she's having, and then Mary's inner monologue is, she's still on the juice. Mary's shook by the juice. She can't come to terms. Mary, because also Mary's the person that they drink her juice. Mm-hmm. She juices all those around her. So she doesn't need anyone else's juice. Mm-mm. She's going to bring that up again at some point. Yeah. She's going to use it as an insult. Your juice. What? Juice. Yeah. I just, and also I was remembering when Jen on the first episode, she's like, you told my aunt, you said my aunt smelled like housewoman. And Mary goes, yes, I did. (laughs) (laughs) It might be time to revisit the first episode because it's seminal. It's seminal. And it really cemented so many things. And Mm -hmm. then to see like, Nani now was especially sobering. Mm-hmm. Then we cut over to the Marks' house and they're having Shabbat Friday night dinner. Yeah. And they're having the Barlows over. Lisa was Jewish. She converted to Mormon. Oh, yeah. I thought you were talking about Meredith and I was like, what? Yeah. No. So, yeah, I forgot that Lisa was Jewish. The Marxes are like kind of. They're not, they're not like pra- really practicing, but I guess they're like culturally Jewish. I love that. And they have, they'll do like a Shabbat and they're doing a special Ugh. one for his, for her dad. Someone invite me over to Shabbat dinner. I've like, always wanted to go to Shabbat. I really, my old boss in Chicago when I was living there in school was Jewish and she would have me over for like Rosh Hashanah or like high holidays. And I just really, I love those traditions. It's, it's beautiful. I yearn to be welcomed into the jewish community I'm with sure, a challah bread i'm sure you're already 
welcomed. No, but I mean like physically welcomed oh, yeah, yeah, into yeah. someone's home to sit at their table and eat their delicious food. Brooks goes, how do you braid the challah bread? Brooks is looking great. He's wearing a green cap. This is green cap and a turtleneck. His sister's there with her boyfriend. I love him. Like him and Chloe just would have been to have like a gay brother that you can be like side eyeing with mm-hmm. is essential. Remember when they were like, we're going to go to Best Buy. Mm-hmm. I love that. I was thinking about that when I saw this scene about you loving them going to Best Buy. Mm-hmm. My sister and I did that one night during a family tragedy. Sometimes you just have to take to Best Buy. We went to like, drove around a parking lot in Best Buy. Yeah. yeah. The Barlows arrive. Oh my God, it looks amazing in here. Flawless. They look perfect. Yeah, Lisa is like wearing vinyl pants. Her son is cute. Her older one, like he's... They're I, all really cute. He's like, I think he's like a nice, a nice boy. I was thinking he was kind of a brat last year but now i feel like he's like growing up a little yeah and i think i like to see how polite all the kids are even if it's like they're just acting that way on camera Mm -hmm. i'm very charmed by their manners i hope i one day maybe have polite sons brooks hugs the younger barlow and he the way he hugs i love he goes like this he puts his hand up hey how are you iconic um this family gathering also made me yearn for utah i was like i cannot wait to be there it's it's a pretty state it's gorgeous it's gorgina i want snow on the ground Mm. coziness and a delicious shabbat dinner and like just hanging in someone's like cozy mansion i last this winter Right after the insurrection, like a week, we drove to Aspen mm-hmm. and we drove through Utah and we were driving through it at sunset and it was like pink rock with snow everywhere. It's so beautiful. Pink sky. And I just was like, I went. I Maybe I'm it. a mountain girl at heart. Maybe. A little Utah. Mm. <laughs> either that or we'll North go see. Jersey. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> either Utah or North Jersey. Maybe. I can just start moving. There's mountains east. in North Jersey. Yeah. I got it. Okay. I'm going to work on this. Got to get out of here. It was great to see Meredith and Lisa to back together. But there's their, tension. I know, but their friendship is really important to me. Like, I can't take them not being friends, so I'm going to need them to both move through this. And for Lisa to denounce Jen Shaw and go back into the arms of her one true love, she Meredith will. Marks. She goes... Lisa starts talking about Heather. Lisa goes, well, you know, she's responsible for so many of my character assassinations. <laughs> and she likens her and Heather's relationship to Meredith and Jen's relationship. But Meredith has like a big problem with that because she's like, you like, you know Heather's like- saying that you're, a liar is not the same as someone making fun and like bullying your son. But I was also like, I, I don't think that's that fair to say. Cause it's like, that's what 
Lisa, it really hurt Lisa to be called a liar and like to have her integrity questioned. So it's like, they can be similarly hurtful in different ways. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I was a little like Meredith, like don't, she was, Meredith was sort of trying to be like, no, I'm the, I'm like, my drama is more of, I'm more of a victim than you. Kind of. Yeah, I think that they need to both just walk away from Heather and Jen and then just, like, be friends with each other. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think, like, take take the other ladies out of it. Their friendship is the most important. Meredith is starting to raise her voice. They're sitting down on in, like, the living room away from everyone. The kids are in the kitchen picking up the hollow bread. And then John and Seth are having, like, a gorgeous, like, friend moment Mm -hmm. where they're just like take they go out and they john goes is that the river out there in the darkness and seth goes yeah it's amazing he goes yeah that all that dark you see that's where the river comes in just during the day it's just beautiful and they're like just men on a deck yeah i love it yeah i love it men on a snowy deck men on a snowy deck admiring where the river is and lisa wants jen to apologize to meredith and is keeps asking like would you be open to that? Would you be open to an apology? And Meredith basically is like, I will not fight her, nor will I debate her on this. Like, I'm not open. It's not open to a conversation. Like, she's disengaged from the conversation. Like, yeah. she's done. I have not done anything to Jennifer Shaw. <laughs> she just, and it's, and like, at certain points, you see Brooks like looking over, like, the kids are. They're aware that mommies are fighting. Yeah. And, but it's like a friend. It's not really a fight. It's like friends having. An intense conversation. Yeah. Amongst friends. And then they get up and they go for, a bl- for the Shabbat blessing. And they make Chloe lead it. And then you see Lisa sort of clearly has probably knows the blessing. But they're all just her family's zip lipped. I thought, like, maybe Lisa would even just be, like... Mouthing. Yeah, like, yeah. mouthing just a teeny bit. Nope. Even one word just being, like... Yeah. But then, no. No? Not a full-blown refusal. Her sons were, like, looking at each other. Mm-hmm. And then they, they praise Meredith's father and dedicate the meal to him. And it, I just wanted to get in there and... Give me some of that, Hala. I'll pray with you. Yeah. Let me pray. It just looked cozy and nice, like two nice families gathering. I mean, it's a nice concept. It's like Friday night, no phones allowed. Mm-hmm. And you Eating. just like have a delicious meal amongst friends and family. Mm-hmm. We should all just be doing that anyways. I would have a Sprite. I would have a glass of wine with the ladies. Wow. I would raise my glass Your to, to Meredith's deceased father may he rest in peace he's in a better place now may his memory be a blessing and then i'd say meredith and lisa it's so good to see you guys together you would go meredith and lisa you guys are really important to me cut the shit just be friends just be friends just stop being friends with the people that you don't need them but you do need each other they do they do 10 years 10 years. And they're also twins. Yeah, they are truly. They are one and the same. They are Terrence and they're Phillip. fully Terrence and Philip. And if we don't, if they can't make it, then okay. I will lose hope. So 
I need, I need my life and livelihood depends on them being friends forever. We're so invested in relate like romantic celebrity relationships when we need to be. I'm invested in friendship. Friendships. Yeah. Like the one friendship I'm not invested in, Julian Huff and Nina Dubrov. No. I don't give a shit about them. I see them on that billboard on Sunset for their like wine company and I'm just like. I don't know anything about what you just said. <laughs> they have their best friends apparently and they have. Wait, really? Before we close out this episode. We'll talk about it more maybe tomorrow but that new reality show called the activist oh yeah featuring julian huff a classic huff move i don't understand notable activist julian huff yeah i don't understand how this show came to be like how in moments like this i wonder about the chain of command and you knowing all the steps it takes yeah. before even something gets announced. Yeah. Like all the deals have been made. Like this has probably been talked about for a year Yeah, and how not one single person was like, this doesn't feel like that great of an idea. Like nope. maybe table this and uh, let's just like start a foundation and CBS's name or we can just give money. Like, this have probably a hundred people had to weigh in on this at one point. Oh, or it's another. CBS. Yeah. Oh, which is also like classic mm. CBS. Classic CBS. One Damn. network that has never made a show that I've liked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, find me one CBS show that's actually good. They're oh, killing it, but not killing in, it. Not in my household. Not in this house. Not in this house. We don't watch CBS. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and I've tried with some of the stuff and they can't get me. But they yeah. might they might get me with this if it's like true cringe watch. Maybe we should recap it. No, I can't even give it credence because it's so offensive. I could maybe watch it if it truly provides like the It's giving. If it's giving. But you know what shows seemingly could give? Which I and even if it's not, I think it's an incredible idea. What? Is that like Avatar? With the Grimes, like, oh, there's like some billboard that I drive past all the time where it's like, a oh, Grimes is a judge, yeah, where it's like a singing competition a la American Idol, but instead of you, you're just like an a CGI character and you like create your own CGI character. For I think that that's like next level, but I don't think that a network, I don't think it's going to be next level on network television. I think it needs to be like on Netflix or somewhere that can really go like to Weird. a place of just like crazed, like giving cunt energy. You know what I mean? I can't believe Grimes is like a, a major celeb. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you get with a billionaire, I guess hmm. like a famous bill. Annoying billionaire. I mean, I don't think I could bring myself to, to hop fook. on that D, but to fook. <laughs> He's not the billionaire I would choose. I'd probably go Bezos. Oh, no. Bob Daddy Bezos. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, well, guys, let us know your thoughts on this inaugural episode of season two. We're so excited to be back on this ride with you. We're going to be recapping it. LA, we're LA, gonna be baby. recapping it at our LA show. Yeah, guys, if you're in LA, we're gonna be recapping the episode two of Salt Lake City at live, live at, at the, the Roxy. Roxy. Next 
Tuesday, the September 21st. Get into it. Get your ticks now. What was that? You were like... I was just trying to remember what day of the week it is. Yeah, this next episode will be like maybe it'll come out like a day later, but we're going to be... Come out on Wednesday. We're going to be recapping it it live. Live at the Roxy. Get into it. Guys, come see it. It's going to be so good. You won't want to miss it. You can follow Laura at Lars Marie. Follow Carrie at E.Cario. Follow Jen Shaw at... LuLaRue. <laughs> Order your LuLaRue. Oh, yeah. Let us know your LuLaRue stories, if any. And Yeah, I'm sorry if you've ever bought LuLaRue. We offended you by saying how ugly it was, but it's I think ugly. if you bought it, you know. Yeah, and don't commit fraud. Yeah. Bye. Bye.